0: History of College Football podcast. I am Jay Abramson, and I will take you down a gridiron memory lane. The national champions, the teams, the rivalries, the conferences, the Heisman winners, the rankings. Today, we discuss the college football history of Old Miss. This program has a flair for the unusual. Three national championships, one of the greatest defensive coaches in college football history, one one-play wonder, one incredible goal-line stand, one gust of wind. one shoot down by a cannon, one shoot down by a trick play, one play away from arguably the greatest team ever, two incredible finishes in the Egg Bowl, two rivals, one in state, one out of state, and one heartbreaking tragedy. First season, 1893. National championships, three. 1959, 1960, and 1962. Heisman Trophy winners, zero. Best coach, John H. Vaught, 1947, the 1970, and 1973. 190 wins, 61 losses, and 12 ties, and won 74.5% of his games. Coach Vaught's version of the Rebels in the late 1950s and early 1960s were a force to be reckoned with. Mississippi had three shared national championships, 1959, 1960, and 1962. From 1957 to 1962, his Rebels went a combined 57 wins, 6 losses, and 1 tie. This means they won 89% of their games. In the 1950s, only Bud Wilkinson's Oklahoma dynasty had a better record. He brought the split T formation to the SEC. His defenses were legendary. In fact, one could make the cogent argument. He was one of the five greatest defensive coaches in college football history. In 1959, Ole Miss gave up three touchdowns all season. From nineteen fifty-four to nineteen sixty-four, for eleven consecutive seasons, his defenses shut out at least three teams every season. How good were his defenses? This team would punt on first or second down to place the defense on the field. Most stunning win: Old Miss twenty, Notre Dame thirteen, September seventeenth, nineteen seventy-seven. Old Miss entered the game one and one. Coach Dan Devine's number three Notre Dame Fighting Irish was one and zero. A Notre Dame team that would go on to win out the remainder of the season, go 11 and 1, defeat number 5 USC 49-19, defeat Texas 38-10 in the Cotton Bowl, and would eventually win the national championship that year. Old Miss would go on to finish 5 and 6, playing on a hot humid day in Jackson, Mississippi. Old Miss was up 10 to 7 at halftime. After two Notre Dame field goals, Old Miss found itself behind 13 to 10 in the fourth quarter. Old Miss started its drive at its own 20. Notre Dame was expecting Old Miss to throw passes to the sideline to stop the clock. But Old Miss tight end L.Q. Smith faked going down the sideline and went across the field for a 48 yard reception. It was the only pass he ever caught as a Rebel. A few plays later, a 10 yard screen pass won the game for the Rebels to secure the implausible upset. But attention must be paid to two other games, both in the Egg Bowl Old Miss 17, Mississippi State 10, November 28, 1992. Old Miss leading 17 to 10 in the fourth quarter, with under three minutes remaining in the game, stopped Mississippi State 11 times from inside the 10 yard line to secure the stunning win. And then there was Old Miss 24, Mississippi State 23, November 19, 1983. Old Miss clung to a one point lead with 24 seconds left. Mississippi State lined up for a 27 yard field goal attempt into a 40 mile per hour wind. The kick was heading between the uprights, and then from out of nowhere, a gust of wind knocked the ball down and the ball fell short of the goalpost. Most stunning loss, LSU 7, Old Miss 3, October 31, 1959. At Baton Rouge, number three Old Miss entered the game 6-0, and number one LSU entered the game 6-0. On Halloween night, LSU halfback Billy Cannon, who would go on to win the Heisman Trophy that year, made arguably the most famous play in LSU history. It was a showdown between two undefeated bitter SEC rivals. Legend has it. Tickets were so difficult to come upon, one fan offered his Cadillac for four C's, while another fan offered to trade his wife for tickets. Each team had allowed only one touchdown all season. In the first quarter, Old Miss went up three to nothing. Still, up three to nothing in the fourth quarter, Old Miss punted and Billy Cannon took a punt at his own eleven, broke seven tackles, and returned it eighty nine yards for the game's only touchdown. Think about that. There are eleven players on Old Miss's defense, and Cannon went through seven of them. This would prove to be Old Miss's only loss of 1959. If you ever get the opportunity to watch the grainy footage of the run, I guarantee you will get chills up your spine. Now there's still ten minutes left in the game. At game's end, on fourth down, Old Miss had the ball two yards from the end zone, but the LSU defense stuffed the run. Who made the hit at the goal line? Billy Cannon. Halloween night. It was the night Old Miss's dream of a perfect season and a probable national championship was shot down by a cannon. But attention must be paid to one of the game. Arkansas six, Old Miss zero, October twenty third, nineteen fifty four. The trick play. Coach Botts' number five, Old Miss, entered the game five and zero, winning by scores of thirty five to twelve, twenty eight to nine, fifty two to nothing, twenty two to seven, and thirty four to seven. The Razorbacks, known as the twenty five little pigs because they were small and quick, entered the game four and zero. In front of a sold out stadium in Little Rock, with six minutes left, the score was not at zero zero at their own thirty four yard line. The Razorbacks deployed the Powder River Pass. The Razorbacks ran a sweep, pitching the ball to tight end Bubby Bob Benson. The Miss defense converged towards the sweep. Lead blocker Preston Carpenter made his block, then raced downfield. Benson threw 33 yards to Carpenter, who ran the remaining 33 yards for the touchdown. Result, a 66-yard touchdown pass for the only score of the day. Arkansas won 6 to nothing. Best team. This is a difficult question. While Ole Miss claims three national championships, 1959, 1960, and 1962, the 1960s is the only consensus national champions. Any of the three of Coach Bart's version of the Rebels can make a legitimate case here, as well as the 2015 team. There was the 1960 Ole Miss Rebels, 10-0-1. This was Ole Miss's consensus national championship team. The lone tie was the LSU 6-6. This team was a juggernaut. 7th in scoring offense, 25.5 points per game, and 3rd in scoring defense, 6.4 points per game. They defeated Rice, 14-6 in the Sugar Bowl. And then there was the 1962 Old Miss Rebels, 10-0. This team went undefeated, untied, and was also a juggernaut, 13th in the nation in scoring offense, 24.7 points per game, and 3rd in scoring defense, 5.3 points per game. They defeated Arkansas, 13-7 in the Sugar Bowl. And then there was the 2015 Old Miss Rebels, 10-3. Coach Hugh Freeze's version of the Rebels finished number 10 in the nation. They were 8th in the nation in scoring, 40.8 points per game, and 34th in defense, 22.6 points per game. On September 26th, they rose to number 3 in the nation after they defeated number 2 Alabama, 43-37. But we give the nod to the 1959 Old Miss Rebels, 10-1. This team was 3rd in the nation in scoring, 31.8 points per game, and first in scoring defense, 1.9 points per game. This team had arguably the best defense since Coach Nealon's legendary Tennessee's 1939 team that had gone on to shut out every opponent. This team, the Old Miss Rebels, shut out eight of the ten teams they faced, allowed three touchdowns all season. They were national champions, according to four major selectors. Had it not been for a single play, the cannon punt return that we just discussed, they would have been a consensus national champion, and in the discussion, as one of the greatest teams of all time, consider this: the Rebels avenged their lone loss to LSU that season—a 21-to-nothing defeat of LSU in the Sugar Bowl. Best player, quarterback Archie Manning. Archie Manning passed for 4,573 yards, ran, scrambled, and darted for another 823 yards, and threw for 31 touchdowns. Manning finished in the top four in the Heisman battle of the twice. In 1969, he finished fourth, and in a 1970, he finished third. He won the Walter Camp Award in 1969, but attention must be paid to Archie's son, quarterback Eli Manning. Eli Manning threw for 10,119 yards and 81 touchdowns in 2002. Manning threw for 3,401 yards and 21 touchdowns, and he followed it up in the 2003 campaign with 3,600 yards and 29 touchdowns. Rival. One in-state and one out-of-state. Mississippi State Bulldogs. The in-state rivals first met in 1901 when Mississippi State won 17-0. In 1927, the two schools began to call their rivalry the Battle for the Golden Egg, aka the Egg Bowl. The origin of the Egg Bowl began in 1926 on Thanksgiving Day, when after a 13-game winning streak by Mississippi State, then called Mississippi A&M, finally ended in a 7-6 Old Miss victory. Old Miss fans stormed the field in Stockville to tear down the goalposts. Fights ensued, and the result, a trophy was suggested to motivate sportsmanlike behavior. And then there is the LSU Tigers. The series began in 1894, predating the Old Miss Mississippi State rivalry by eight years. The rivalry hit a high point in the late 1950s as they battled for not only the SEC championships but national championships. Hullabaloo 1. In 1904, Old Miss defeated SWBU 114 0. The next game, the Rebels were shut out by LSU 5 0. Hullabaloo 2. On October 28, 1989, defensive back Chucky e. Mullins in the homecoming game against Vanderbilt was paralyzed as he dove into a tackle. He went through major rehabilitation, then on May 1st, 1991, he suddenly stopped breathing. Rushed to the hospital, he never regained consciousness, and he passed away five days later. In the spring of 1990, the Phi Beta Sigma fraternity at Old Miss initiated the Chucky e. Mullins Courage Award to be given each spring to a defensive player. On September 26, 2014, Coliseum Drive on the Old Miss campus was renamed Chucky Mullums Drive to honor his life and influence. Mascot Landshark Tony, Old Miss's official new on field mascot. He was named after late former Old Miss linebacker Tony Feen, who is credited with starting the defense fins up celebration tradition. Thank you for listening to History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson. Join us every Tuesday and Saturday for a new episode.